Welcome to All Things Greater Burlington, where you will hear from the movers, shakers, and changemakers that are moving Greater Burlington forward. Here is your host, Stephen Brody. Welcome to All Things Greater Burlington. It's a pleasure to have with us today the newest addition to the staff at the Greater Burlington Partnership, Talisha Fideli. And Talisha has uh, taken on the role of Talent Development Program Manager. That is a mouthful, and far be it for me to explain the position. I will leave that to her. So, Talisha, thank you, and welcome to the Greater Burlington Partnership. Thank you, Stephen. Um, Yeah, so basically in my role, um, this is my first month here at the partnership, and I am working with the current workforce and the upcoming workforce. My biggest talents probably lie within the upcoming workforce since I've been a teacher for the last 10 years and most recently at West Burlington Independent School District. So people might know you from that. Yes, they might. Okay. All right. Um, Also coaching volleyball, high school volleyball at West Burlington too. Now, did you play volleyball as well or just coach? I did. I played all the way through high school. Yeah. And how good were you? <laughs> on varsity at a very large high school, I sat the bench, but I did go in and get playing time. So, No, excellent. No, and I shared that with you before that my, my wife loved playing volleyball in high school as well. It's just a, a great sport and she got a lot out of it. So I'm sure that's that's the same thing with you too. Yes, it's very rewarding. A lot of fun. What, what was it about teaching that uh, really um, encouraged you and that you enjoyed doing? Well, my aunt was the first person in my family to go to college, and she was a teacher, and I wanted to be like her. So then it became, I had a lot of really good teachers in my life and my experience, and I wanted to be that for students. So I wanted to advocate for those kids who maybe didn't have a voice or had a hard time at home like I did. So that was what motivated me to want to be a teacher. And so many students over the years, they will look to certain teachers as their role models as mentors, as very influential people in their lives. And so being a teacher is extremely rewarding and it's so impactful. And it doesn't matter when. It could be 40 years ago. It could be today. Very, very important. And we we certainly need a lot of good teachers today. I, I agree with you. I am excited to kind of continue that and extend that in this new role and to work along side the school districts and create these opportunities for students to help them find the right career path. And what what was it, Talisha, that um, interested you in this role? Because obviously you were, I'm sure you were doing fine uh, where you were, but this came to your attention and something must have sparked your interest. What, what was it? Yes, it was actually one of the events that we put on called CEO in the Classroom. And Della Schmidt comes in. She came into my room um, a little over a year ago, and she wanted to present to my eighth graders, try to get them focused on what it takes to become a CEO or how you become a powerful person in a business or um, professional work setting. And so her presentation really got to me, and that was the first time that she was on my radar and what she in the in the Burlington uh, Greater Burlington Partnership. It was the first time I even actually heard of it. Um, Isn't that interesting? So she goes there for the students. Yes. But she ends up really attracting you. Yes. (laughs) Okay. And so you listened to that and and kind of like, did did you talk to her offline? Uh, Just a little bit after class. And then we hadn't seen each other for a long time. And then I found out she was coming back to my classroom this year. And so then we've reconnected and 
Um, I didn't even know what a talent development uh, program manager was exactly because I've always been in the realm of education. Um, but this has really opened up some new opportunities and expanded my professional career. So I'm really excited about it. What, what skills do you think make you stand out to know that you're going to do really well in this new position? Well, first of all, I'm going to give it my best. Um, but <laughs> my skills that would probably be most successful in this position is probably my, you know, experience being a teacher for 10 years. Sure. Um, being able to communicate education, uh, you know, lingo and working with educators and knowing what it's like to be one uh, and knowing what students are going through on a daily basis is probably a strength for me. You've got, and you've got that background. And I would imagine that as you get into this role more and you return back to the schools, you're going to have some connections that are already there. And that I, I believe that's going to help you. I think so too. First day when I came in here, I'm going to be like, I was like, I'm not going to know anybody. And the first day on the job, I saw three or four people that I already knew and I had connections with. So it's pretty amazing to even get to expand those connections and networking. Yeah. What What did you hear when you were teaching in, in the schools? What were you hearing from the students about what they would like to do, uh, where where they would like to go? Were they... Were they speaking, forgive me for saying it this way, were they being positive about their future and, and what they wanted to do? Or or were you just hearing a lot of, I don't know, I don't know what I want to do? Well, with eighth graders, the I don't know, I don't know what I want to do is quite a common thing. Um, but most of them talk about things that are not realistic for everybody. So I usually get, you know, several, I'm going to play in the NFL, I'm going to play in the MLB, um, I'm going to be a YouTube star. And that's probably about 75% of the students when you ask them. Yeah. Uh, and then the rest of them kind of already know what they want to do. So I really got to focus on um, putting an effort with that 70% to have no idea and show them different career paths. That's really my passion right now. Mm -hmm. um, I want to give them something concrete. Okay, so you want to be a YouTube star. Well, what are you going to do? What's your plan? How are you going to get there? What do you need to get there? Um, maybe they do, but maybe on they find a path that helps them get there along the way. That's yeah. really what I'm focused on. Yeah, like you said, you've been you've been here a short time, so you're getting to know the ropes. You're getting to know uh, programs <clears throat> that yeah. that take place. Can you talk a little bit about that? We know that the uh, the the Greater Burlington Leadership Program. Is is one that you will have oversight over. Um, how, how do you see that going forward under your leadership? What what do you what do you plan on doing? You you like it as it is right now? Are you are you already trying to figure out ways to make it better? Good question. So really, I am working closely with Melissa Jones, and she is taking me under her wing, and she is showing me um, what is working, what is not working, and how we can already improve it. So we're working together right now in collaboration for this year's um, new program for the new cohort members. Uh, and then next year, I'll probably make some tweaks of my own. But right. I'm basically going to take what's already there because I've gotten a lot of feedback saying that it's a great program and we really like it. And then along with Melissa's feedback, and we're going to try to make it the best that we can. And then the year after that, Maybe there'll be some more tweaks and changes, but I'm not coming in here to revamp a brand new 
program that is established when it seems to be going really great. It, it does go really well. In fact, I think this last graduating class was probably the largest uh, that has been. Right. There was like 23 students in the class and uh, worked very well. And of course, there's a class project that happens at the end of the year uh, that they do. And that was a a fundraiser for the vibe program with the with the school district. I know the the year before that there was a mural, the beautiful mural that we see downtown. That was the result of the leadership class. And so obviously, you know, to those that are listening, we certainly would encourage you that if you're a a business owner or someone in the community, please encourage someone that that uh, works for you to attend this leadership class because they will learn a lot of important skills and they can have they can leave a lasting legacy here in the community. And I've also been told that that group becomes very close-knit and they network with each other and they work with each other across their businesses um, very closely. And I have noticed as well that when I have gone on visits and I've met with people in their businesses, Mm -hmm. they will have their class picture there in their office. Yeah, they're proud of it. They are. And I'll be like, oh, how long ago was that? Oh, I was class of 2018. <laughs> oh, do you remember what your project was? Oh, yes, absolutely. I mean, there is there is definite pride there. Yeah, that's awesome. By all means. What, what else um, other than the, the leadership program? Uh, now, you will be working very closely uh, with Jeremy Hess, uh, the Director of Economic Development. So have you two talked about um, ways that you will be collaborating and and how you will be working together. Well, I only got to meet with him um, for one hour, but we have a meeting tomorrow. So we are working (laughs) on some things together. Um, But I would say the biggest things that I'm focusing on right now are planning our teacher institute Perna. Mark Perna is coming to speak to teachers and we're going to have a parent night. And we're also going to have that tied in with the teacher appreciation breakfast. So that's the first huge event that I'm focusing on. Yeah. Followed by the fifth and eighth grade or the eighth grade career fair. Yes. At SEC. So that is another big one that I'm focusing on right now. Yeah. And then also, we don't actually host it or put it on, but we do collaborate on the STEM festival for the fifth and eighth graders with yeah. SEC. There is there is so much of that that takes place during the year when it comes to STEM fests and career fairs. Yeah, you'll you'll be busy. Yeah, when it comes to that, you'll get you'll get to know the uh, the administrators and the teachers and the key people to help put that together. I I've only been involved on a on a peripheral when it comes to that, but <clears throat> to do all the behind the scenes that you'll be working with and bringing those folks together, um, it's, it, it, it's a great thing yeah. to be able to be able to do that. But I know that, uh, I, I know that the, the talent development program manager will work closely with economic development because there are so many similarities when you're talking about workforce. Workforce is such a big issue. And, uh, you know, we want to be able to attract business. And by attracting business, we also want to attract the workforce. So I I definitely see that that, uh, connection that you and Jeremy will be having in in working together to that. Now, you are... um, well, let's let's talk about let's talk about you for a moment. Um, How long have you been in the in the greater Burlington area? Well, not technically all my life, but I feel like Burlington's always been home. I'm from Illinois. My, I'm originally from the Quad Cities in East Moline, um, but my mom's side of the family lives in Aquaca, and then I always 
shopped over here, ate over here. Uh, I went to SEC after I graduated. I worked at the Boogaloo Cafe for 13 years. So I've oh, really- People might know you from there then. They might, yeah. <laughs> um, I really just consider Burlington my home, even if I didn't actually live in town yeah. uh, all my life, pretty much. And obviously, you're. it seems like you're wanting to plant roots. I mean, you're you're still here. Yep. I bought a house about two and a half years ago. Um, I was working at West Burlington and yeah, I just really love the Burlington area. So this is home for me. That's wonderful. And you are within the age, I'm not going to ask your age, but you are certainly within the age that you can be a part of young professionals. Yes. And so can you talk about that for a moment, Alicia? I mean, we oftentimes hear that a challenge is keeping that generation, your generation here, that there are so many opportunities and folks would love to leave and go somewhere else. But you're here and and you're staying here. Yep. Is there is there a particular reason is why why stay in the greater Burlington area? Um I've always thought Burlington for its size was always a nice place. There's so many beautiful historic things you can look at. Sometimes I just drive around and I look at some of the neat homes um, up on the bluff and stuff like that. Um, and go to the parks and there's steamboat days and entertainment on the river is something that are in my memories forever. So that there's, I feel like there's always something going on. There's something that young people can do. I just don't think that enough young people know about the things. So, um, young professionals is a great way to network those and to give these young people information about what's going on, why why Burlington, um, who are these people, uh, network and learn from others who are already in the career path that they want to go and things like that. So um, as I'm not, I'm going to my first event on Thursday because I'm really excited about it. This is still a new area for me, but I like, I want to see more young people wanting to stay in Burlington and building a life like me. Yeah. Well, and, and certainly we have some folks who have left and come back, which is, which is wonderful. And then we have folks that have never left and both can give their good stories as to why they left to come back here because they realized everything that's here and you have stayed Mm -hmm. because you, you have recognized that as well. Is there anything that, I guess maybe we could be doing better to convey that, to share with young folks. Because, you know, we always we always want to tamp down the negativity and we always want to pop up the positivity about the area. Have you have you given any thought to to that? Um, not yet. As I think about it, I kind of maybe want to on Thursday go downtown when we are at VOs and ask these people, these young people, things that aren't from around here maybe and see what they like or dislike about the Burlington area. And maybe I can help fill in some of those gaps. But we are starting or revamping the in um, internship program. Okay. So for businesses in the area who have interns, um, we're building a new program so that they can have their own community. And hopefully we can retain some more of those young people here. Yeah. Um, as a result and have an annual luncheon and groups and give them information about what's going on in the community community and events and things like that to keep them around. Right. Absolutely. Well, and I would think also the work that you will be doing in the schools will, will play a lot in that as well through apprenticeships, mm-hmm. right? So there's going to be apprenticeship opportunities and, uh, and, and those relationships 
that you'll be involved with between the schools and employers, yes, I, I would imagine plays a big role in encouraging those students that they don't necessarily have to go out of town, right? That they can find their career path here, right here. Yep, at home. That's the plan. So that is that is the plan. And like you said, you've you've already made some inroads. Of course, you'll be making inroads because you have that education background. So it won't be talking to uh, strangers, not necessarily. Yeah. Did you do anything when you were teaching? Were you involved in any of like the the STEM fairs or the career fairs? Uh, yeah, I always went with my students to the career fair because I always have had eighth graders and that seems like the age that everyone wants to target are eighth graders. So I never got to go to the STEM festival because I'm an English teacher. So I didn't get to get involved with the science and math technology stuff. Um, but I've always been very interested in it and I am very excited about it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So definitely the career fair. Yeah. Is there... Is there anything, because it's fascinating to talk to somebody from, from the education world and to hear from the students all the time. Is there, are, are there any sort of themes or something that you were hearing from the students that we're not picking up? Like they, they don't understand us. They don't, they don't hear us well enough about this is what we would like to do. This is what we're interested in. We wish that there were more opportunities for this. Did you did you ever hear things like that? Well, I got a lot of good feedback from kids. Um, but the biggest thing that there wasn't enough of is like conversations with parents and how they can help too. Mm. Um, I, we told the kids, you know, go talk to your parents about the career fair. Go talk to them about CEO in the classroom and then... You know, we, we ask a few days later for the next day, and only a few of them had actually spoken to their parents. So if there's a way we could find to get this stuff that we're doing with the kids back to their parents or get them a little bit more in the know and have those conversations, I think that would be really beneficial. Okay. Um, the feedback is usually really good. The career fair, it was excellent this year. I didn't get to go the year before. It was excellent. We had... Oh, I can't even tell you. Um, we had presidents, CEOs, VPs from banks. Um, we had people from American Ordinance. Kids couldn't believe what they start out paying. We had biologists at work out there, and, and kids were like, oh, you can be a biologist around here. So there were a variety of careers and a variety of different requirements, and that's kind of the problem is kids don't always know what they need to get there. Heck, I don't even know sometimes what certain you know, career paths need to get there. And so yeah. I think that's really important to share that information with kids, especially with jobs in our area. Hey, this is attainable. Uh, I can do it right here at home. This is all I need, or this is the training and, and so on. Yeah. Do, do you think that you'll be doing much with like career counselors, guidance counselors in the schools? Oh, yeah, I think so. I think I'll work very closely with those. And the CTE instructors uh, in the college, SEC, and their CTE program as well. Yeah. Um, yes, I would love to. I'm also going to be working um, with a new program at BHS called IJAG. And it stands for Iowa Jobs. 
I can't remember the rest of it. I just learned about it. And um, it targets 11th and 12th graders. Okay. And it basically is a three-tier system where first they educate them on the jobs and uh, different career paths and the things that are happening in our community and so on. And then the second tier is to get them into visits and job shadows and things like that. Excellent. And the third is to move them into apprenticeships. Excellent. In those jobs by the time they graduate. Yeah. No, yeah. that's fantastic. I'm really excited about that program. I know that... Uh, you'll probably be working with this as well, the Empower You yes. program through SEC. Mm-hmm. And I and I might have shared this with you um, when we met previously. Yes. Is when we go to our Southeast Iowa days in uh-huh. Des Moines, uh, these students will do presentations and they'll they'll have certain topics that they research and then they talk about. And they will share it with legislators and those in the audience. And they're prepared to ask really tough, answer really tough questions. And I give them credit. None of them buckled. They did did an excellent job. Mm -hmm. And these are, I believe, juniors and seniors. One of the things that they mentioned having to do with workforce was they said, we would love, actually, instead of it starting in high school, if it would start earlier, like in eighth grade. Like the... The shadowing and the visits and things like that? Yes, the shadowing and the visits because they were saying, believe it or not, eighth and ninth graders are already having in their mind ideas of what they'd like to do and what they would like to pursue. And it would be wonderful if there were those opportunities where they could see it. I see. They could see it for themselves, maybe get some hands-on touching of, of it, and then realize yeah, this is something that I like to do, or eh, maybe maybe this isn't, and I can redirect. Yeah, but I I found that to be fascinating, and I know that there's there could be issues to that. You know, in certain industries, maybe they can't let an eighth grader in. Who knows? Right. That that, that might be it. But uh, the <clears throat> the fact that they were encouraging at an even younger age, yeah, to to have things available for people to pursue and to contemplate a a career for them. That's a great idea. Maybe that's something I can talk with guidance counselors about seeing if we can do. Yes. I think, I think they would appreciate that and, and how that ties in then with the, with the career fairs or the, or the STEM fairs. I think so too. No, absolutely. And at eighth grade, I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I wrote in my eighth grade graduation speech because I was the president of student council that I wanted to be an English teacher and there I was. So I think most, if you give them a, you know, some experiences and you give them some guidance and the information, a lot of kids have an idea of what they want to do with their lives. Now, did you want to be an English teacher because you had a, a, a wonderful English teacher? That's exactly why I wanted to be an English teacher. I wanted to be a teacher because my aunt um, inspired me to go to college and be a teacher. Yeah. And then I had a wonderful English teacher in eighth grade. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. What do you like to do, Talisha, when you're, when you're not working? Wow. When I'm not working, I like to probably work in my yard. I always love to read. I have all kinds of books on my phone waiting to be opened. And um, I like to write. I like to go on the river. I like to work out. I like to go to the gym. I like to ride my bike. I like to just be active and go do whatever I can. Sounds like you can accomplish most of that here. Yeah, absolutely. All of it. Have you had a chance to 
you know, to bike the trails and go check out all the recreational things here? Not yet, but I'm going to. Well, very soon. If if you ever need a tour, Chris Lee <laughs> yes. will be more than happy to take you on a tour and show you everything around with Perfect. Big Hollow and the trails and all of that. You can be sure and take all of that in. I will take advantage. There is a, there is a lot that's available here in Greater Burlington. When you were when you were interviewing for the position, um, was there anything that you brought up that you'd like to do that maybe isn't already being done here? Well, I think I was kind of given the idea of it, but I would really like to, once I get established in all of the things that I'm working on right now, yeah. I would love to go out into the community, into the businesses, and do kind of like a little wear it Wednesday, where say I go into a new business, um, a company, and they really need uh, a certain type of employee. So I might go in and wear whatever they wear, whether it's a hard hat or an apron or whatever, and do short little videos on Wednesday about somewhere that you can get a good job with. Here's the requirements and have kind of like a little interview with their manager just for a couple of minutes or so, nothing crazy. Yeah. Um, but I think what you people don't know a lot of stuff. They don't know what's going on. They don't know what jobs are there. They don't want to take the risk because they don't know if it's you know, feasible for them. They don't know if it is even possible. So I yeah. would like to get out there and bring people to the jobs that we have because we have some really great jobs here. I think that would be excellent. And I've seen examples of that. Yeah. I've seen some videos of folks at other chambers mm -hmm. that have done exactly that. Yep. And that would be fun. I would certainly encourage you to do that. Yeah, I want to do that. I, I would also encourage you as well, and I'm sure you've already thought about this, is to reach out to peers yeah. is to those try to find those of that have similar roles mm -hmm. with some other chambers and try to establish relationships that's one of the the best things in the in the partnership world and the chamber of commerce world is having those friendships and relationships that you make with your peers yeah. with your fellow chamber executives fellow individuals in your role we're always happy to share mm -hmm. information. And I know Della Schmidt always talks about, you know, R&D. Yep. You know, we think of it as research and development, but in <laughs> our world, it's called rip off and duplicate. Yes. <laughs> and, and oftentimes there are, you know, we, we like to share information. We like to say, hey, this program worked. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if, if there's a, a conference or something for you to go to, or if you have a meeting with, with, um, with, with fellow uh, program managers, it's always great to hear about what's going on in their community. And then you can try it on for size and say, you know what, that would be great here in Burlington. Or, you know what, I don't think we're ready for that. I've, I've done that plenty of times. I like it, that. That's good advice. Yeah. And hearing things and, and, you know, the internet is so chock full of things <laughs> where you want to, you want to pull it up on a certain program. I guarantee you, if you haven't already done it, if you do like a wear it Wednesday or something like mm -hmm. that, you're going to, you're going to find that. Oh yeah. You're going to totally find that. We might, we might see a video with, with Talisha in a hard hat <laughs> before you know it. You might. <laughs> <laughs> You'll have to do an update after I get on my feet a little bit, and then I'll tell you what I'm excited about working on, something new. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. How's the um, 
You like your office? Oh, I love my office. I have a nice view of the bridge. Yeah. Yeah, it's gorgeous, <laughs> except it's really cold sometimes in there. Well, I'll, I'll have to deal with that <laughs> if, I, if I have to do something with the heat or the air conditioning. <laughs> that, that, that's part of my role. Yeah, thank you. So very good. Okay, well, the, if people want to get a hold of you, Talisha, in the role of talent development program manager, how should they do that? Um, they can uh, contact us on the website or look up the leadership program, or they can email me at tfedele, F-E-D-E-L-E, at greaterburlington.com. So, or they can call the office and ask for me. That's right. Well, wonderful. It's been great to get to know you. Thank you for and, having me. And for the community to get to know Talisha, I think she is going to be a wonderful asset to the partnership staff. And uh, she shows uh, tremendous enthusiasm and she's been asking great questions um, in her initial time here. And so I think we are, we're looking forward to seeing what happens. There's going to be great things ahead. So thank you so much for, for coming on board here. And thank you for being on our podcast today. You're welcome. Thank you very much. We thank you for listening to All Things Greater Burlington. Don't forget to like and subscribe us uh, wherever you listen and give us a call or email us at the Greater Burlington Partnership with ideas and suggestions on future guests. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next time on All Things Greater Burlington. been listening to all things greater burlington with stephen brody be sure to hit the subscribe button to catch all new episodes to learn more about all things greater burlington visit greaterburlington.com atgb